uh, attention to the word of the Lord. And uh, our ushers are going to come around and they're going to have a sheet for you where you can uh, follow along. And I'm, I'm going to do a different type of message on today. Most times when uh, I do a message, uh, I provide the answers. Or I seek to provide the answers from the word of God. But in the message that we're going to share with you for uh, the next few moments, uh, I'm not going to provide the answers. It's going to be up to you to provide the answers. Because it's personal. Look at your neighbor and say, it's personal. Amen. These are personal. And uh, I'm passing you out a sheet so that you can remember. Uh, We're going to be talking about... Uh, 10 questions for a new year. 10 questions for a new year. And one of the things that I've learned in life is that questions are powerful. If you need a pen or uh, something to um, fill in a few blanks there, I didn't put a whole lot of blanks there for you, Uh, but the ushers will make them available to you. But I wanted you to have something to take with you, Uh, and this Sunday is kind of in between Christmas and New Year, at the end of the year, and I don't know how some of you all on your jobs are, but uh, it seems like in in the in-between, in the in-between, you know, people, they... uh, on some jobs, not all jobs can do it, but uh, not a lot of productivity happens in the in-between times. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? And uh, it's kind of, you get into a lull of just getting over uh, the activity of the Christmas holiday and anticipating uh, uh, the New Year's that is coming in the middle of a week And uh, it seems like a lull this last Sunday in the year. But uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want it to be a lull. I I, I think that uh, rather than count time, we need to make time count. And uh, so, as I said, I'm going to be doing a little differently on today. And uh, these, amen, are questions that uh, you'll be able to answer and that are personal for you. So, Amen. We're going to get started. Ten questions for a new year. Amen. Ten questions for a new year. Uh, Even those most faithful to God occasionally need to pause and think about the directions of their lives. An unexamined life uh, is not going to be very successful. So easy to move along from one busy week to another without ever stopping to ponder where we're going and where we should be going. Amen. I don't know about you, but as I've gotten older, I value my time. Amen. I I, I don't have time to waste. And uh, uh, people that don't respect my time, I I, I, I have a problem with them. And uh, so... uh, As we uh, look at and prepare uh, to answer uh, these questions, 
I want to make sure I'm, 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 I'm going, I'm doing the right things and going in the right direction. Is that all right? Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, I think back to the scripture, and we'll have a scriptural basis for what we're going to be doing on today. Uh, in the Old Testament, once when the people of God had become careless in their relationship with him, the Lord rebuked them uh, through the prophet Haggai. And uh, in Haggai 1 and 5, uh, the scripture there says, Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. And I just, amen, pulled out that one verse there. But in the context of that verse, God, through the prophet Haggai, was speaking to a people who had forgotten their God. They'd forgotten their God. They'd become so busy uh, uh, and self-absorbed that they forgot their God. And in forgetting God, there was a consequence to it. And the consequence to it, he said, you look for much, and when it arrived, it was little. You tried to store things away and thought that you... A man had, you know, a, a, a good savings and a good this set up for the future. But God said, you put it in a bag with holes. So I blew on it. And so uh, there, uh, God used the prophet Haggai uh, to uh, uh, confront and address the people. And in verse 5, he says, now therefore says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Consider your ways. You see, uh, we need to take time to reflect, take time to think, and uh, not just uh, continue to do the same things that we were doing before, because if we continue to do the same things we are doing before, we're going to get the same results. There's a quote that I saw and I'll share it with you on the screen. Questions are powerful. And uh, the quote, amen, from Clayton Christensen about a question, it says, without a good question, a good answer has no place to go. I want you to stop and think about that. Without a good question, a good answer has no place to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said last week, and I'll say it again, there are times when we need to even question ourselves. See, a lot of us, we, 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 we real, uh, um, you know, we can question others, amen. Some of us can be a little bit overbearing sometimes with our questions. But questions are powerful. But there comes a time when you need to question yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hallelujah. And so we're talking about then uh, 10 questions for the new year. And I believe that the beginning of a new year is the ideal time to stop, to look up, and to get our bearings. And uh, it's a great time for us to consider our ways. And to that end, uh, I've got 10 questions that I'd like for each of us to prayerfully answer in the presence of God. You all ready? Amen. Question number one. 
What are some things that you can do in this new year to increase your enjoyment in God? That's the first one. What are, uh, what's the one thing that you can do this year to increase your enjoyment in God? And I can hear somebody right now. I'm supposed to enjoy God? Oh, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I'm supposed to enjoy God? I'm going to tell you something. If, if your relationship is such that you don't enjoy God, uh, you're living beneath your privilege. You all hear me? Amen. Our enjoyment of God comes primarily, amen, by, by, by virtue of his grace. The grace that he's given us. And, and, and sometimes uh, uh, our focus is in the wrong things. And, 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 and many times we major on our problems or focus on our inadequacies. But I'm here to tell you there is a joy that the world can't give. Hallelujah. And, 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 and uh, uh, it should be an enjoyment uh, uh, when it comes to your relationship with God. So that's the first question. And, and some of the questions that I'm going to pose today, uh, you might not have a good answer for it right now. But I want you to be pondering it and thinking about it. What one thing can I do this year to increase my enjoyment in God? Hallelujah. And let me just put a plug in. Let me just put a plug in. Let me try to help somebody. Uh, whatever you come up with, I'm going to encourage you to add meditation to the mix. Because I believe uh, what we focus on and what we meditate on uh, Becomes our reality. Anybody listening to me? Yes. See, a lot of times what we don't realize is that our, the, 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 the struggle we have has to do with what we're focused on and what we're meditating on. If you're, if, if you're constantly meditating and focusing on the fact that I don't have no friends. Everybody got somebody and I ain't got nobody. And, 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 and if that's all you meditate on and focus on or people are treating me People are mistreating me and they don't recognize my worth. And so if that's all you focus on, that's going to become your reality. But I found, and and, and I believe it even says over in the scripture, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, amen, think on these things. And so, uh, like I said, amen, your answer, amen, uh, you're going to have to answer that question for yourself. And, and, and if you don't have enjoyment in God, amen, I'm going to encourage you and uh, I'll try to help you because, amen, there is joy in Jesus. Hallelujah. So that's the first question. What one thing can you do this year to increase your enjoyment in God? You all ready for the second question? Amen. Question number two. And this is a challenge. What's an impossible prayer 
that you can pray for this new year? What is an impossible prayer that you can get involved in and start praying for this new year? You see, I'm persuaded that as believers, our prayers are too small. Our prayers are too small. And, and, and I don't know who we think we're uh, trying to help by praying weak prayers. Small prayers. Amen. Uh, because God don't need our help. Amen. God's not, God's not challenged, amen, by us when we pray big prayers. And, and, and I don't know whether you know it or not. But, amen, in the Bible, amen, there are more than a dozen uh, but God's statements in the Bible, amen, where uh, something seemed impossible, something seemed like uh, it couldn't be accomplished, it wasn't going to happen, amen, and the writer, when he was talking about it, amen, and describing the situation, then the writer said, but God. Hallelujah. And that impossible situation was just right for God. Amen. I'm serious about this. Amen. I want you to be serious about this. I believe that, amen, our families, I believe that our circumstances and our situations would be changed, amen, for the better if we would start focusing on praying some impossible prayers. And commit to, Lord, in this year of 2020, this new decade, there's some impossible prayers that I'm and 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 and, and I'm not I'm not talking about uh, you you don't need a list of impossible, but but start with one, start with one, and and when you come up with that one, and you begin to. Uh, uh, go to God in a, on a consistent basis, amen, uh, uh, with faith. The Bible says, by it the elders obtain the good report. Yes. And, 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 and you will see your faith grow by leaps and bounds when you commit to praying one impossible prayer. What's an impossible prayer that you can pray this year? That's question number two. And again, I say, I don't know if you had an answer for it now, amen, or you might have to meditate on it, but, but, but come up with something, amen. I, I, I've got some impossible prayers that I'm going to be praying this year, hallelujah. And uh, I think that, amen, uh, you, you know, let, let me liken it like exercise. How many know that you don't build muscles? Raising that fork or that spoon to your mouth. Amen. You don't build muscles, amen, and, and, and you know, that fork and that spoon going to your mouth. That don't build muscles. Why? Because there's no resistance there. If we want to build muscle mass, amen, we've got to, we've got to add some weight. Anybody know what I'm talking about, weightlifting? Amen. you got to add some weight to it to where it's not comfortable to, 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 to do that. And, and, and when you get it to the point to where it's not comfortable, 
Amen. And, and, and you got some resistance there. And, and you're pulling that weight up. And, and you're doing so many, what, what do they call them? Repetitions or whatever they call Reps. Amen. You, you, you do so many reps. And then you rest. Amen. And, and it's something about the more that you do it. What seemed heavy at first will get to the point to where you'll be ready to add some more weight. That works the same with our prayer muscle. So we've got to, amen, ask ourselves the question, what's an impossible prayer that we can begin to pray this year and, and, and do some reps so that we can add to our prayer muscle? You all ready for number three? I won't be long today. Number three, what is the most important thing that you could do to improve your family life? In this new year, I want you to stop and consider and ask yourself the question. Questions are powerful. What is the most important thing that you could do to improve your family life? And that answer might be different for a lot of us. But one thing that I know God is concerned about the family. And another thing I know the devil, amen, is doing all he can to destroy the family. And we can't just passively uh, sit back and and take for granted that everything's going to be all right in our family. I hear people saying all the time, family's my life, family's my life. But it's easy to say it, but what are you doing? To make it better. Again the answer to that is going to be up to you. But if you don't mind I'd like to put a plug in. Amen. If your family doesn't practice family worship. If you don't have a time where you get together with your family. And have family worship. You're missing out. Church can't do it all. Amen. Church can't do it all. A lot of times the issues and the problems of the family, they bring it to the church. And, uh, you know, pastor, 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 pastor. And it's stuff that could have got handled at home. So if you're not practicing family worship, I think beginning there could be the uh, single best recommendation that I could make today. And it doesn't have to be elaborate to have family worship. On an ongoing basis. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Amen. You can take out, amen, 10 minutes a day simply by reading the scripture, singing a song together, and praying. That's all it, that, that's all it takes. Amen. And, and maybe sharing uh, something that you learned or something that God's working on you about or something that God's dealing with you. Amen. 10 to 12 minutes a day. But, amen, that 10 to 12 minutes a day before God with your family can make all the difference in the world. I'm talking about 10 questions that we need to ask, amen, in preparation of a new year. You all got it? What is the most important thing that you could do to improve your family life? 
And, and, and as we ponder these questions, and, and like I said, that, that's just a suggestion that I would say that if you're not doing it, uh, this new year would be a good time to start. Amen. Uh, and uh, I believe that if, if I, I believe if you go before God and say, God, what do I need to do to improve my family life? I believe God will give you some very specific things to do. And I believe it, it, it'll surprise you. Amen. Some of the things that God might give you to do that will make a difference in your family. Hallelujah. Let's go to number four. The fourth question that I'd like to ask you today is, in which spiritual disciplines do you most want to make uh, progress this year? Now maybe I need to kind of explain what a spiritual discipline is. Prayer is a spiritual discipline. Yeah. Reading the scripture. Yeah. Reading the Bible. You know, uh, a, a lot of Christians and believers, we talk about the Bible, but uh, for a lot of us, we don't read the Bible. On a, on a regular basis. That's a spiritual discipline. Um, fasting is a spiritual discipline. Praying in the spirit is a spiritual discipline. And I'm going to get back to that in, in another of the questions. Those are spiritual disciplines. Uh, uh, and, and again, uh, if you want to strengthen something, you've got to exercise it. So in which spiritual discipline do you want to make the most progress in this new year coming up? That's question number four. And only you can answer that. It might seem, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, it might seem odd what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, but I know too that I want to work on this year. Amen. And, and I don't mind sharing with you, the two that I want to work on this year is uh, 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 systematically reading through the whole Bible. That's one. I read, and, 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 but, but my reading is broken up, and, and, and I want to systematically, amen, go through the Bible several times this year. And then uh, there's another spiritual discipline. Uh, I want to increase that prayer muscle. And, 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 and one of the ways that I plan to do that is by praying in the Spirit. Over in the book of Jude, it talks about the fact, amen, uh, uh, praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh, we got issues that we're dealing with now, and the demons and devils, amen, that we're dealing with now, that uh, you can't play, you can't pray these patty, patty cake prayers. Amen. We're going to have to get in the spirit and utilize the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but are mighty through God. Those are two that I want to practice, amen, and, 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 and uh, in this new year. Amen. Now, my list might be different than your list, amen, but you need to have something on your list. Is that all right? Hallelujah. And, and it's got to be personal. And, 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 that spiritual discipline uh, that you want, it, it could be personal in that you practice it alone, or it could be interpersonal uh, that you practice with other believers. Amen. But once you decide and determine the next step to take and when to take it, and, uh, you know, it's not, a, not a, you know, un unless you write it down, it's a wish. 
Amen. When you put it down and you put uh, uh, a time element in it, it becomes a goal. You all with me? Talking about ten questions that we need to answer. Amen. Getting ready for a new year. Let's go to number five. Let's go to number five. Number five. Amen. Number five. What is the single biggest time waster in your life? And, come, and can you come up with a plan of how to redeem the time? What is the biggest single time waster? And do you have a plan to redeem your time? I told you as I've gotten older, amen, uh, I tell you, time I, I, I remember when I was a little kid, it looked like it took forever for Christmas to come. It looked like it took forever. As I've gotten older and older and older, amen, it seemed like time flies. And one of the things that we complain about is not having enough time. But if we would take a, a serious look, there are things that we do to occupy our time and waste our time and keep us from doing what we say we really need to be doing. For some, it might be social media. For some, amen, it might be, amen, your television programs. For some, amen, uh, it might be something else. But let us not let uh, the tyranny, you know, they talk about the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Let's, let, let's not let the tyranny of what is immediate affect uh, us to the point to where we don't invest in what's eternal. Hallelujah. Social media, video games, sports, hobbies. It's easy for any of these things. Or something else to take up too much of, a, of our hearts and our time. You see, where you, what you invest your time into, that's where your heart is. And for some of us, repentance might be necessary. Amen. Trying to stop by itself probably is not the answer. Actively replacing it with something better helps us. In other words, you don't just go cold turkey. What you do is if something is not productive in your life, you don't just cut it out, but you, amen, uh, uh, because if you cut it out, there'll be a void. You've got to put something in that void that's positive. Hallelujah. And replace it with something better. Making the best use of our time. Amen. The Bible over in Ephesians 5.16 says, redeeming the times, for the days are evil. Do you all know that as we get closer to the, 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 the second coming of Jesus Christ, I, I don't know if you all are paying attention, but this world is getting wacky. Folk are calling right wrong and wrong right. And there are some, there's some stuff that uh, 
if you would have told me some of this stuff would be going on when I was a, when, when I was a young boy, when I was a kid, I wouldn't have believed you. And they're trying to pan that stuff off like it's normal. And it's not normal. I don't care what they say. It's not normal. The Bible says, amen, redeem the time because the days are evil. We've got to make better use of our time. Hallelujah. Let me move on. Amen. Question number six. Question number six. What are the most helpful new ways that you could help uh, strengthen your home church? Amen. What's the most helpful new way that you could strengthen your home church in this new year? See, a lot of times... We think in terms of, you know, what's going to bless me? What, what, what can I get out of it? But you know what I found out? I found out that uh, when you make God's agenda your agenda, and, and, and when you uh, uh, are a blessing to the things God loves, and you take care of God's business, God will take care of your business. Was well, anybody listening to me? Hallelujah. And uh, so uh, one of the questions that I would ask, and you might say it might be a little self-serving, but amen, really it's not because it's not that I desire a gift from you, but I desire that fruit may abound to your account. You see, the one thing that I found is that the more I made myself available in service to God, Amen. And to help, amen, God's church, amen, the more he blesses me. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So a lot of times as individual believers, uh, you know, they like to emphasize the fact that uh, I'm a part, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a member in the body of Christ. And, and the Bible does say as individual believers, we are members of the body of Christ. But it also talks about the fact that, amen, we are part of the body. And, and it talks about the fact that strength is supplied, amen, in the relationships that we have in the body of Christ. Yes. Uh, uh, the, 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 the more we work together, uh-huh. anybody listening to me? Yeah. The more we work together for common goals and for common good, Amen. Sometimes it's not so much about the work, but the fact that we're working together, there's a synergy that takes place. And, 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 and what we find out is that while we're working together to meet the needs of the church, God meets our needs. Hallelujah. So that's, that's, that's question number six. Amen. What is the most helpful new way that you could... Strengthen your church in this upcoming new year. Hallelujah. You all ready for number seven? Amen. Number seven. For whose salvation will you pray most fervently this year? For whose salvation will you pray most fervently this year, this new year? 
I believe prayer changes things. And I believe that we don't exercise that prayer muscle enough. And I believe that God can give you, God can put a person, uh, uh, assign a person to you uh, for you to pray for. God can assign a person to, uh, to you for you to pray for. And I believe that if you will be faithful with that assignment, you will see uh, uh, things happen for the positive in that person's life. And that person will say, you know what, I, I, I don't know why, and, and I don't know why it's happening like this, but you, you, and, 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 and you'll, you'll be say, wow. Oh, I got to keep praying. Where we make our mistakes sometimes is that we'll pray for people during a crisis situation. We'll see them in a crisis. You know, they're sick. They're in the hospital. This is going on. And we'll pray for them during the crisis. And then when it looked like, hey man, they're doing a little bit better, we'll stop praying. I'm here to tell you, saints, don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. I believe that we, 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 we stop too soon. Amen. Until we see the full deliverance. Amen. So I'm asking each and every individual under the sound of my voice, you're responsible this year, amen, to pray for an individual salvation. Amen. And, and, and somebody say, uh, uh, when do I stop? Amen. You stop when they're saved. And then start praying for them to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Ask God, who's my assignment this year? Who's my assignment this year? I've got some people on my, I, 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 I had several people on my list that I would pray for. And I wrote their names in a book. And, uh, but then you, you, you get busy with stuff. And uh, you begin to let it lax and, 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 and uh, you have to ask God, Lord, forgive me for failing to be consistent with my prayers. That's question number seven you need to ask. Amen. And only you can answer. You all ready for number eight? What is the most important way, by God's grace, that you'll try to make this new year different from the last? Only you can answer that. But I want you to stop and think about it. What is the most important way? By God's grace. That you're going to try to make this new year different. Make 2020 different than 2019. Hallelujah. That's a question only you can answer. But I would, I, I would say to you. Allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you. Amen. I believe if you ask him, Lord, order my steps. The Bible says if we acknowledge him in all our ways, he will direct our path. Is there anybody that I'm talking to that wants to see a difference in their lives in 2020? You want it to be different than it's been in 2019. Am I talking to anybody here? You want, to see, you want it to be different? Amen. If you want it to be different in 2020, 
You've got to do different in 2020. So begin to pray, Lord, what do I need to change? There's a prayer that I pray. And I don't pray it enough. But it's a prayer, Lord, deliver me from me. Lord, deliver me from me. Because you see, the Bible said there's a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is the way of death. Amen. Whether we know it or not, there are things we like to do that are killing us. And, 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 but I like it. But it's killing you. But I like it. We need to be delivered. Lord, deliver me from me. Hallelujah. You all ready for number nine? I'm almost, almost done. I told you, this is, this is one where, amen, I'm just asking the questions. You're going to have to provide the answers. Amen. Number nine, what one thing could you do to improve your prayer life in the new year? What one thing could you do to improve your prayer life in this new year? You all see that theme of prayer keeps popping up? Yes. Keeps popping up? Uh, it's because prayer is important. If Jesus had to pray, what about you and me? Prayer for Jesus wasn't optional. And he came from heaven. So those of us that live, amen, in East St. Louis and uh, uh, Cahokia and Centerville and North County and St. Louis and Fairview, those of us that, do, do you all, amen, not realize that if prayer was not optional for Jesus and he came from heaven, it is a necessity if we're going to be successful. What one thing could you do to improve your prayer life this new year? Only you can answer that question. Hallelujah. But whatever the answer is, it's not enough to know it. You got to do it. Got to do it. You don't get brownie points for knowing it. You get you, the points come in doing it. Is that all right? Amen. You all ready for the last one? Okay. Amen. Number 10. What single thing can you plan to do in this new year that will matter the most in 10 years and possibly in eternity? Now that's going to that's going to require a little thought there. What is the single thing that you can do in this new year that is going to make an impact for the next 10 and possibly into eternity? What's the single most important thing you can do? And then my next question to you, and it's not on the screen, but my next question to you is, don't you think it's worth doing? Don't you think it's worth doing? See, a lot of us, we live day to day. We live day to day. Uh, and, and, and 
kind of take it as it comes. But uh, I'm here to tell you, and, and, and I think about the Bible, said many are the plans that are in a man's heart, but it is God's purpose that prevails. Yes. We need to begin to tap into, amen, the spiritual, the eternal, amen, the plan of God, the plans of God. And, and, and I believe that there are choices and decisions that we can make that will impact our future. And not only our future, but the future of our family. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. So again, what is the single thing that you can plan to do in this new year that will matter the most in 10 years? And maybe even into eternity. You ever stop and think about how much we do that really don't matter? There are a lot of stuff we spend our money, our time, our attention, our, our emotions on stuff that don't matter. Our energy on stuff that don't matter. And we get all caught up in it. And, 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 and we get caught up in the temple and we're not in preparation for the eternal. Let's begin to not just mark time, but let's begin and, and count time, but let's begin to make our time count. Yes. Don't have time to waste. And, uh, man, you might not be as old as I am, but... If you know what I know, you don't have time to waste either. There, folk are leaving here. Have you seen that? Amen. Folk are leaving here. Young, old, they're leaving here. Hallelujah. So let's redeem the time. I hope you got something from the word of the Lord today. Amen. I, I uh, uh, hope that you'll take those questions. Those questions are powerful. And the answers to those questions, amen, they got to be your answer. They can't be my answer. It's got to be what works for you. But, amen, if you will ponder and pray over and, and answer those questions, amen, it will make a profound difference in your life. I'm going to ask you to stand on your feet at this time. We're going to, amen, uh, have our call to discipleship and next steps. Think about the last Sunday in the decade. No better time to get it right, get on the right path than now. Man, the songwriter says, You may not have this opportunity. You may not have this opportunity. May not have this opportunity anymore. So don't take it for granted. You may not have this opportunity standing is we get ready to close out this service. I'm going to pray and 
make an invitation. Father God, we thank you for uh, your listeners, for those that come out today. I believe you chose them very carefully. I believe they were not here by chance or accident. And Lord, I hope the questions that we, that, that, that we pose to them today, that they will give them the proper consideration and, and, and pray uh, and prayerfully uh, answer those questions in a way that works for them. And so God, right now, as we come to the conclusion of this service, getting ready to depart from this place, but not from your presence. But Lord, we're not in such a big hurry that if there's anyone that's under the sound of my voice that's not saved, we want to extend an invitation for them, Lord, that they can be saved. And your word says that in, in Romans 10 and 9, that if we would confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we would be saved. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And so, God, we want to make the invitation that if there's anyone under the sound of my voice, that if you were to, to die and go into judgment right now, you don't know where you would end up. Or you know for certain that you're not ready. And if that's you, and, and, and you don't want to live dangerously like that, and you want to make a change, amen, behold, today is uh, the right day, and now is the acceptable time. Yeah. And so if that's you, I'm going to invite you to come forward from where you're standing, and uh, we'll pray with you. We'll, amen.